0: what is up folks it is november 1st and we are coming at you still from maryland tomorrow morning we're taking a flight from florida we're bouncing around a lot right now (laughs) that's what's happening um until tomorrow until basically hopefully god's help in like a month we'll be in israel and then hopefully we can be settling into our situation Um, we still have some paperwork that we're doing and different stuff and border stuff and whatnot, but that's the plan. Um, until then we're bouncing around a lot. Um, but thank God everything's great and, uh, moving and grooving. So that's what's going on on this end. Another nice fall evening. I'm recording this outside and let's get into it. Today we're talking about, um, spirituality and air so what's the correlation what's the connection um same thing that we were doing last night what's the correlation and the connection between air and spirituality and how does how is spirituality showing up in our life and how is um air um showing up in our garden and showing up in our lives um how is how is air represented in our lives um and the um, interplay between all of those things. Um, let's explore it. So, air is similar to the other substances um, that sit above Earth, so to speak. Um, Earth is the structure, and, and everything else is held within Earth. Air is very similar to that. Air, you can't like hold anything, really, any physical structure of air. But the difference is, and I mentioned this in one of the last podcasts, is is that. Um, with air it's not a physical structure but it's the greater structure um, which is the idea of spirituality so what is the greater structure it's this deeper broader bigger meaning and purpose and relevancy for the world and for you Um, and so when you're exploring that in your life, like you can have physical structure in your life, like you could be disciplined, but what are you being disciplined for? Like what's it all for? That's the greater structure. So like the biggest vessel in the world, the biggest container in the world, you could have a cargo ship that holds 10,000, 50,000 shipping containers, um, each one holding, you know, however many cubic, you know, thousands of feet of space you know, or you could have a ocean and the, the, you know, the, like, it doesn't matter how big the physical structure is. It is ultimately held within space and space is that idea of air. And so just this empty space, right? That's air, right? Air is also like wind and and gust and movement in the air. But it's also the open air and um, no matter how big the vessel is even earth is held within space right so so what's the context of earth what's the context well we have to figure out the context of space right and so in our world many people believe that you know exploring space is going to lead us into greater meaning and purpose Um, and uh, unfortunately i th- you know i I believe that that 's very wrong um it 's going to be a it 's going to be another plight for adventurism um in a bigger and better and louder and scaled up adventurism of you know ex- finding new ground and um you know sailing across the seas to find new land um and it 's just it 's not going to provide any more meaning than than your life will currently, uh, and if we 're talking about the conversation of survivalism there 's plenty of resources on this planet Earth that are being thrown away every single day it 's more of a matter of um, using up the you know resources in a healthy way as opposed to um, there 's not enough of it there 's more than enough resources we 're throwing out more food a day than than ever before in history. Um and so there it's you know it's it's we can do it on this planet in a reasonable way it 's not like we can't um so that's a whole different like whatever that 's a segue the point is 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 that going out into these greater you know into space is a is a search for meaning and purpose and spirituality on i would say a lower level than a deeper meaning that, that, um, that penetrates that space. Um, penetrating that space is, is a unity, um, which we'll get to also, um, but it's something that runs through everything, right? And that's the idea of you know, unity, singularity, oneness, God, um, that's what we're talking about here. Um, that there's one source of the universe, and from that stems this greater vessel, which is a a vessel of non-form, which is which is air and space, and that vessel of non-form enables vessels of form to be held within it. Right. So kind of philosophical, um, but. Uh, it is something that is required in order for you to have a material thing. It has to be held in a space that is, that is able to hold it, right? So what is the vessel for a physical vessel? It's a, it's a vessel of space. If you didn't have the vessel of space, you'd have nothing, right? It's like if you, like imagine, this is gonna stretch your mind, okay? So just bear with me. Um, but imagine if you had, you know, close your eyes. And imagine you had nothing. I mean nothing. There was nothing that existed. I mean, you can hear cars behind me right now. But when I mean nothing, I mean like black nothingness. That nothing existed, never nothing ever existed. Nothing will exist. How can you have your toy car? How can you have a car? How can you have a Mustang in nothingness? With a black, endless infinite thing that there's no there's nothing right you can't you can't have just like a mustang floating or a ford f-150 floating you know in that in that in that space there has to be something because it's not a vessel to hold that physical form you're just like sort of you're copy and pasting something from one dimension into a different dimension but in the dimension of non-reality which is this blackness, um, this non being, which is we can't even actually comprehend because it's so far outside of our realm of awareness. Only, ha- only God can have that. Only, only God knows that because he's, so, he, he's the creator. It flows from Him. He, he can hold both in His hands and actually know what they are. And our limited mind, we can't actually fathom what nothingness would be like. It's like trying to fathom, imagine actually, like see it and hold it and feel it and know it like in front of your face, what it would be to see 50, what it would be to see a billion paper clips in front of you. And like to know how much that would be or to see a billion cars, a billion cars in front of you, one B billion. Cars in front of your face. Do you even? You can't. You can't even know. You'd be like, well, it would be like really big?" But you don't actually know what that would be like. You don't know because it's t- it's too far outside of our imagination. Now, one billion is an easy one. Like <laughs> that's like you can you can get to that pretty easily, relatively compared to nothingness, because one billion is just a stretch from. It's just a, it's just a stretch from one to ten to a hundred to a thousand to a hundred thousand to a million to a hundred million to a billion. Like you can, you can stretch to a billion, right? Um, some people might even be able to fathom that. Some unique, rare individuals. Um, but nothingness isn't a stretch. It's a complete, it's a complete dimensional hop. So you can't fathom that. So. So humans, we can't actually understand what nothingness would be like, but we have to understand, at least try to comprehend in in some way that we can, you know, scrounge and and, and sort of get our hands on a little bit, is to visualize what, you know, it would be like to be in a space of nothingness, right? It's like if we're talking about um, our ideas of vessels, right, of physical vessels like okay if you want to hold water in a cup then you need a cup <laughs> right you need a cup to, in order to hold water if you want to drink water you you need to you need to have it in a vessel of some sort because why it's the same idea it's the exact same idea because You say, okay, I don't have a cup, then I'll, you know, I'll drink it off the floor or I'll drink it from straight from the river or I'll drink it straight from, you know, the faucet or whatever it is. It's like, I don't need a cup. Like, I'm doing fine. Like, you know, well, guess what? That river is a vessel (laughs) that, that the earth surround, that river bed is a vessel. That sink is a vessel. So what if you had no vessel? Then you don't have water because it, it, it doesn't exist without it. Like water is not just gonna float in space, right? And I don't mean like in space. I mean float in nothingness, right? It's not gonna float in nothingness. It needs to be in something. It's something. If it doesn't go to the, if it's not in a cup, it goes to the ground. If it's not in the ground, it goes to the next ground. Like, it's just got to be in something. So it's the same thing that we're talking about with life. We're talking about life here. Life has to be in something. has to be inside of a vessel. has to be inside of a container. And so, when we're talking about a greater, deeper, more metaphysical reality, it's more. It's more wispy. It's more hard to get your hands on. There's, there's something deeper there. It's not as easy as 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 like money. Money is very easy in 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 many ways. Like it's an equation. It's math. You can learn economics and you can make a billion dollars. Like you have to be, you know, smart and you have to be unique and you have to have some cojones, you know, and you have to like have some character traits that are unique and stuff like that. But you can make a billion dollars. Anybody can. You just have to learn how to do it. Right. Um, spirituality is not a one in zero thing. I mean, it, 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 can't, there is a formula to it, and that's what the mystics um, have studied in the great lineages, um, and particularly in Judaism. And the great, you know, mystics of Judaism have studied this and and you know canonized this into really like, um, and they weren't making up these formulas. It's not like they're the ones concocting these formulas. They're not wizards, you know. God forbid. That's we we we, we don't um, we don't subscribe to that but um they were they were journalists who were documenting the spiritual realities of life and and there is an order to spirituality um, yet at the same time, you don't see everybody connecting with spirituality it's harder to to connect with. It's a little, you know, it's, you just can't put your hands on it. You can't literally, you can literally cannot put your hands on it. So it forces somebody to be more sensitive, a deeper, thoughtful, more, more soulful individual, right? They have to be penetrating past the layers. And so that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Air. Air is that thing. Air is the vessel. It's this vessel you don't even realize is a vessel (laughs) it's this thing that you don't even it's the same thing with spirituality it's this it's this vessel that you don't even realize is a vessel it's like why am i doing what i'm doing why am i living the life that i'm living and how many people actually ask that question and and how many people get moving down that path but how many people really are actually driven by that question but don't ask it you know so they're so they're living their life they're trying to make money and it all stems from because i feel this way and i feel this way and i feel like I have to do this and blah 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 blah. and it just stems back up to this greater deeper meaning and purpose that you're not even actually consciously aware of okay so wow if that's not powerful I don't know what is you know it's it's a it's a invisible influence on you I mean I think in many ways that's what the world is trying to do right we're trying to be you know subtle and, and nuanced and have these forces and these influences and people are trying to be influential and all of these things, um, spirituality is the greatest influence ever. Now, it also works in tandem and in hand with a physical reality, um, particularly in the Jewish um, uh, tradition, the mystical traditions, the religious traditions, which are one and the same. I don't mean to separate them. But the, the mystics and, um, and the judges um, and the great sages of our traditions were were incredibly spiritually attuned and and wow we're the, you know they they were connected to this influence that influenced the world yet at the same time they were in the world we do not subscribe to um a living a and this is very, this is a buddhist way um is to is to live a life on the hilltop on a mountaintop and and um i know that not all buddhists have done that i'm not saying that all of them have done that but it generally is um it's a buddhist concept it's a buddhist way to disconnect um and to disengage and obviously we've already talked about disengaging in your life from trauma and different things like that um so it's not to say that disengaging has no place but we don't Take that on as our as our primary modus operandi, there is a space for deep, deep spiritual connection, and then there 's also a place for deep, deep integration into the physical world, and you can only actually apply something. Um, and to test it and to see if it's real, if you put it through the rigor and you put it through the tests to see if it can stand up in the deepest of challenges. And that is, I don't know any other deeper challenge than this physical world. It's easy to go and, you know, sit in a cave by yourself and, uh, you know, deal with, and, and you know, and be spiritual. And I'm, I'm not meaning to attack these other people or anything like that, but I'm just meaning to sort of bring a little sort of fire into the idea of, of what it means to be applying these things in your life and how to apply these things in your life if you're really actually looking for effective um, effective tactics. And the world is actually doing this right now. They actually, the world loves Buddhist concepts and thoughts and meditations and stuff like that. But guess what? Who's, who's actually going and just sitting in the mountains? Not a lot of them. <laughs> you know, there are some, but not a lot of them. And so it's more people are taking it and bringing it into their world, are they not? It's like startups and we're mindfulness and we're, everybody's, you know, has a big wellness culture and mindful and we're talking about how to be the best conscious individual possible and, you know, and our startup is doing this and all this stuff, right? We're in the world, we're in the world, that's the whole point. And so, um, that is the jewish way of being is to be deeply spiritually connected and deeply integrated into the world and when your roots run deep your tree runs high and so that's a very very powerful concept and when your roots run deep and 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 that goes in both directions you know the higher your roots reach you know the higher your your leaves can go but you can almost flip it around you can almost think about it like your roots are your spiritual roots, and the deeper your roots go spiritually, the the greater you will grow in this physical world and so um, that 's this idea of 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 air is this like greater context for life you know and and you know you 're in it right now it 's like you might be walking around on the street or you 're inside of a building, but where 's that building that building is in air it 's in you know it is within the bubble of reality and so um this is the same idea when we talk about how this applies to the garden the garden is a physical space like but the 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 vessel for that is a is a um, a non-material one. It's an air. It's, it's, it's all in air, right? And when you actually talk about, like, what determines, you know, what grows, it's the climate. And the climate really determines what, gl- what grows. So, you know, you might be in a hot climate or a cold climate, and that's just talking about the... Cl- it's, it's talking about... When you're talking about climate, you're talking about a collection of different things coming together and bringing about a force of unique, uh, a unique force onto a specific area, combining different things like moisture levels and heat um, with altitude and all of these things. And all of that is arriving in the vessel of air. And so... um, you know, if it's a humid spot, then you are, you know, then you are, then you're experiencing, you know, plants that will grow in a humid environment and climate, whatever. So the point that I'm making here is, is that air is your vessel for your garden as well. Okay. So, so how do we interact with this then? Um, and how does this show up in our lives? Good question. Okay. Hmm. So, we're going to start with spirituality first because it's more relevant. um, And then we'll connect that to air and then we'll go back and forth. So, like we mentioned a little bit earlier, how you interact with that in your life is... It's really around like how you are... Are you recognizing the deeper forces at play? In life and are you challenging your mindset and your belief system on those forces at all times and when you know something are you exploring that deeper and checking it out and verifying it and testing it and proving it to be true and then further expanding your mind and to continue growing and 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 exploring and seeing how things connect and how it's relevant Here's a little secret. In, in, you know, I'll, and again, like I'm telling you, this is all coming from my my tradition. In Hebrew, we call it a Masora. And it's like the the oral tradition that was passed down. And Masora is like a tradition. Oral, it was written and it was oral. So it's a combination of both. There's a whole thing there. We don't have to get into it right now. But what I'm saying is, is that in our tradition of Judaism, um, is... We're saying that everything is one, okay. So in your explorations, you can just try to seek out how everything is one, okay. And now you might say, okay, well, so then how do you ex- how do you verify that to be true? How do you go and and check if everything is one? You know, aren't you open to that thing? And aren't you open to this idea of of that not being true right so that's in your explorations you will find that it it is true and so when you go and you explore you can go and explore and see with an open mind how everything's really connected and how everything's not random and this is the deeper spiritual idea that it's not just a physical reality You know, and if you're listening to this and you're open-minded and you were drawn to this podcast for whatever reason, you're probably on that on some level and aware of the fact that there are deeper things happening in this world other than just the the physical biology of things. Now, It's not to take away from the physical biology of things. The physical biology of things is a fascinating, beautiful process that ties into the oneness of the universe, okay? And it's not separate from the oneness of the universe. It's actually deeply intertwined with that one string that runs through everything, right? Um, But it's not limited to a biological reality, okay? And so... What we're talking about is 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 are you being aware of the different forces that are at play and the deeper forces that uh, that are at play, um, and that is your spirit. And, and this is very generally as an intro, the the prod or the question on the context of your spiritual. Um, journey and search and as we move deeper down that path it's going to be something where we're saying we're going to be exploring your subjective spirituality and then the objective spiritual reality because both also exist many times the answer is going to be both here okay It's like, okay, well, is it a subjective spirituality or is it an objective spirituality? Is there one truth in the world and I have to subscribe to that? Or is there something that, you know, it's uniquely mine in the world and, you know, it's not true for everybody else. Everybody's made different. Everybody's made different. So, you know, how can I... How can you tell me that for me, it's this way and not for... Right? Okay. There's a lot of confusion in the world right now, unfortunately. Um, And you know that person coming with those concepts is right a lot of young people have a good sense of intuition uh, but are so misguided in their education in this modern day with the online world with the um and myself included guys i'm one i'm one of them like i grew up in the in the and i grew up in a private school system and i also grew up in a public school system and and with the internet and everything, and it's crazy out there. I mean, what do you, what can you ask from a kid? You know, it's in the information out there that floats to the surface is the most ridiculous stuff nowadays. Um, and the good stuff also gets out there, but you know what people are being exposed to is crazy. And so, you know, somebody coming with that concern, the answer is both. You're saying yes, you are unique, and yes. You are, you know, you have your own uh, reality and your own spiritual reality and your own um, situation that's happening. And at the same time, you're a human being and you're one of 7 billion human beings and you're not that much different than every other human being out there, okay? And so there's also some sort of objective reality happening at the same time, okay? Don't think you're so different than everybody else. You know, even if you have a little, you're a little taller, if you're a little shorter, if you're a little bigger or whatever, you're not so much different, okay? And that's good. It's good to be humbled. It's good to have that humbling face um, sort of rear its head and to, for you to realize that you're going to die and that you will die and you'll go back to this earth and you will, your soul will rise and lift out of you and you will move on to the next world. And that is healthy because you have to understand that you shouldn't invest so much. Um, you, you know, this life is not the end-all, be-all. There's going to be something after that. So, invest in the right things. I should put it that way. Invest in the right things. So, um, as we're, so, so the, again, so what I'm getting at here is the spiritual relevance in your life and being open to greater possibilities. Okay, that's sort of the spiritual journey, you know. You, you're you, the the idea is, is that you're never gonna get it all, um, at least in the Jewish context. And I know in others that you do get it all. You you will hit enlightenment, and you got it. You fig you know, bam, you know. The way that we look at the world, the world's infinite, and it it God is infinite, and. Infinity means you're never going to get there. <laughs> you're never going to get to the end. We are limited and God is infinite. Okay? Those are two paradigm shifting. Those are two those are two universes that are not the same. And it's just like trying to fathom what nothingness is. You're never going to fathom what nothingness is and you're never going to fathom what God is because it's so far above us. And that's okay. That's okay, that power mongering Napoleon inside of you wants to conquer, that wants to conquer God, and there is that person inside of us, inside of all of us, okay? Guess what? You're not gonna do it. And I hate to tell that to you because I don't want to kickstart that guy into a deeper fury than he already is, but you're not going to do it, okay? you're not the end of the world you will die and you will go to sleep and somebody else will be born and somebody else will come about and some other conqueror will come around and some other person will make some big thing in the world and whatever it is and and it just doesn't have it it just barely you know you're here like it's like a gift Your life is a gift. You are gifted this life. And for us to think that we have such a power that we can go and I am the end of the world and I will determine how this world works, it's so... Oh, it's disgustingly egotistical. And and it just doesn't exist. It can't exist. You might be able to convince a number of people that that's how it works, but it's not how it works. And... And for for you to be okay with that is a massive win in your belt. It's a massive win in your belt because you can actually start to interact with the world and with reality and with people in a way that's sane. Okay? Because you were born. What did, what did you do to be born? <laughs> like, you know, and now you're going to go and try to act like, you know, you're the king of the world, the end all be all. You know, I hate to, I hate to put it this way. I hate to be confrontational like this. Um, Listen, and again, like I'm saying, I was this person when I was younger and I I still have this person in me. It's not like, it doesn't, you don't, you don't like, you have to understand something about this life. You don't just like check a box and you're done, okay? You have to get up every day and you still have to work and you still have to grind and you still have to do your hard work and and that's what this life is about it's about improvement and about being better and leaving a good trace leaving good impacts on this world and moving on to the next world and there's conversations to have about this world and the next world um if you're curious about that and you are pining over that but but and there are conversations to have about that okay so don't worry it's not like a fruitless endeavor it's not an endless endeavor um And you don't have to get depressed about this world. It's a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, you know, we are here and we're gone. And this is something that is, that is, it's kind of, it's really actually when you connect to it, it's a very, very satisfying thing. It's a beautiful thing because it's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not about you. It's not about you. Just, it doesn't, if you fail, who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody does care, I'm telling you. Nobody cares. So it's something to really, you know, be able to actually grasp that and to understand that nobody cares and to move on with life. And you can do that when you actually grasp this concept, and it's, a, it's really an elixir of life to those who um, can get it. They say, oh, oh, oh. I'm going to die. and Nobody cares. Like, that's kind of cool. It liberates me from all of the conversations that are going on in my head and they'll come up, but I still, you know, I'm going to have to work through them again. But this, this, this reality, um, and I'm not going to call it an idea because it's, it's not an idea. You're going to (laughs) die and nobody cares. Like, that's okay. So it's not an idea. It's this, this reality of, of, of this life is a key for you and you, can, and you will have to use that repeatedly to unlock the tangled web that we get into in this life um, and so but it's a really it's a beautiful thing and so when you can connect to it you're saying you can let go you can let go of certain things and and not attached to them so much um and that's just i mean listen we're talking about (laughs) the spiritual dimension is something that we're that I, i i have sat for the last three years and studied spirituality very deeply and intensely um in israel and it's endless, that's the whole idea, it's infinite, so we're not gonna get to everything in this conversation, we're not gonna get to everything ever, we're never gonna get to it all, but there are patterns, and there are rules, and there are ways to live, and that's what we're looking to explore, we are looking to explore the themes of this life, and that's the whole idea of the garden, and living in the garden, and cultivating this life, and living a good life, and then allowing it at the end of your life, you know, to pass it on to the next generation, but to let it go because you're done. And that's it. And that's actually beautiful. Because it liberates you in this life to live life. It liberates you in this life to actually live a life. You can actually live. You can actually be energetic. You can actually be full of life. And you don't have to care what other people think about you. And you actually are opening up the wells, the storehouses of your own potential. This is, this is, this is what we're talking about. And, and it gives you meaning and it gives you purpose. That's a little bit on the objective side. And we're talking about infinity and God and the universe. But but there's also that subjective reality of saying, you got to, you know, finding your purpose and finding your mission in this life. When you connect to that mission and purpose, you're connecting directly into infinity and into God because that, that purpose is something uniquely for you in this world and it's a spiritual thing, right? Okay, show me the science on that you are connecting into God into your purpose. Feel it is what I'm telling you to do, feel it. When you connect into your purpose, and we might have to do some work to go and boil down what it means to actually have been connected to that. And But I'm sure every every single person has been at one point in time for their life, even if it was just a couple of seconds, we'll just have to find that little window and start expanding it little by little one point in time they were connected into their purpose and your job is to go back to that place sit in it and feel it and feel what it feels like to be connected into your purpose and then and then with all of your might and energy move forward and light this world on fire in the best way possible, light it up, not on fire. You wanna light it up, you wanna fill it with light. You'll be on fire, you wanna light it up with light. And that's the, and you're gonna be so filled with energy that you won't even know what to do or how to do it, or it's gonna be, sorry, rather, on the contrary, you're gonna be so full, you're gonna have, inf- have information that you have never even been able to access before. Intuitively, you're gonna have information because you're connecting into deeper spiritual things and when you are connected into that space it's going it's 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 you, that is i'm asking you to feel what that feels like and that is a spiritual feeling when you're connecting into your soul okay and there is there is a real thing there there's a real thing going on there Feel it embrace it, feel it. it, gives you purpose and meaning in this world. and it could be somebody saving dolphins, it could be somebody creating food drives, it could be somebody you know setting up a business, it could be you know specifically for this or that. it doesn't matter what it is. it just matters that you're connecting to it. and so and then that's going to give you strength it's going to give you powers in this world, and then it's going to enable you to thrive in this world deeper and you're going to be able to go out. And you're going to be able to learn things and become more skilled and masterful at things. You're going to be able to like, really dominate in this world in a powerful way, but not in, um, not, in, not against this world. You're not, you're not, it's not in, in spite of this world. You're not doing it against God or against the universe or against people or in spite of everything. It's not the dark side. It's from the light, really. It's from the light. And, and in conjunction with the world, you can be filled with energy, and you can really dominate but with, with the world and for the world. and that 's a beautiful thing, and that 's what we 're talking about that 's that spiritual relevancy of your life, and that 's those forces that are at play that you're not even necessar- you 're not feeling all the time, and it would be impossible to feel every one of them at all times because it's infinite and it's deeper than we can possibly imagine and that's a comforting thing to understand is that you're not going to get to it all because you're not the end-all be-all and that's a huge huge thing to understand is for most people i can't stress this enough most people think that they're the end of the world and myself again myself included i was doing this i still do it but most people think that we, we are the end of the world and the world ends with me and I'm going to figure it out. And I'm, you know, boom. You're not going to figure it all out. And that's okay. And that's okay. It's, it's, it's more about you growing than you figuring it all out. But when you grow, you're going to get a lot of strength and you're going to be able to figure a lot out. But you're never going to be able to figure it all out. And you're never going to be able to actually understand everything that's going on at all times and if you think you do you can be sure that you're wrong you can be sure that you're wrong it's just not even a question you think you know everything going on at all times it's a joke so so when we accept this it liberates us it does i promise you it liberates us you're not walking around the baggage you're, you let go of the baggage and you can walk you're free and this is what it means. It's that air. That's that freedom. It's that spirituality. And you'll see a lot of people are very airy types of people, very spiritual. They want to just connect. They just sort of drift to this or that. Oh, this one feels good, and they'll just sort of drift to that thing. Uh, if something gets hard, this is a very, this is a, this is sort of an air quality in many ways. It'll just be gone. It's just like avoidance. Like, you're like, oh, that's hard. Oh, I gotta just drift just fall out of the way, fall out of the way, right, like, that's really, like, an air quality, and so when we're talking about spirituality, you know, obviously, this has to be anchored and grounded into this world, um, that's the, you know, complementing force here, is that, um, anchor, that physical anchor, um, but the, um, air is that sort of it's a propensity to connect into spirituality and and so um that's it guys that's what we're talking about i mean listen we're going to keep going on this stuff so it's not the end this is not the end in any way shape or form like we said there's no end so we're just going to keep going but um this is an introduction into the idea of in the topic of spirituality and we haven't this is really sort of the first conversation that we've had about sort of deeper spirituality um and stuff like that. And again, we we're only scratching the surface here, but it's a beautiful conversation to have right now. And um that's it. We just did the elements. Um earth, fire, water, and air. And now we're gonna get as we move forward more into how we tie all of these things together into a garden. And um, what that means for us, like as like a psycho, um, like a sort of like like psychographic map, so to speak. Right. Like, how does that look for us? Like, what's the topography of my mind, of my soul, of my body, of everything? How does my system look in sort of like reality of what's an example of that in my life? And and we're going to really sort of start getting into that and in talking about our physical, our emotional, our mental and our spiritual. And then we're also going to talk about how we grow in those planes, in those domains Uh, of existence and how we use each of them in order to unlock the other and how we uh, expand our entire map of consciousness okay so until next time we're gonna be back i'll talk to you tomorrow tomorrow i'm traveling to florida um, and uh, i hope all of you guys are well and just continue growing and expanding and asking these questions and being humble and being happy and being joyful and giving giving yourself You know, and and being loving to other people, also being balanced and being strong. Like we said, the contrary, the balance to that air is contrary to all of those three, the fire, the water, and the air is to have that physical space. And that physical space is going to be that grounding that you have in this world. And we were saying that the air is going to be that sort of grounding that you have um, in existence, Right. And then within existence, you have your grounding in this world and that's going to be your physical. So make sure to have both and think about both. Have healthy boundaries with people who are very unhealthy. You want to have very clear boundaries with them. Right. Um, But with the world also you want to really love them. You want to really love everybody. I heard one of my one of my teachers today said, you know, you got to love everybody, but you don't have to like them. <laughs> was like there's like there's you know, like you got to love them, but you know, you don't like you don't have to really you don't have to like hang out with them. You don't have to get along with them. You don't have to spend time with them. You don't have to like them. But you gotta, you gotta love them and send them energy and and in fact keep your distance from people who are gonna be unhealthy for you. You know that's what you need to do. You're there to guard and protect your family. That's that contrast between that physical and that spiritual. So make sure you're going out and you're doing that and keeping your head on your shoulders and got your feet in this world and your head in, you know, in in the next world. Um, but you know. It's all about having that perspective so that you can live in this world in a, in a beautiful and healthy way, firmly with your feet on the ground down here. And um, really looking forward to getting further into this discussion. I'm, ra- I'm really rather enjoying this. I was really, if I'm being honest with you guys, <laughs> I'm being honest with you guys right now. I was really scared to start this podcast because I had no idea what I was going to get into. I made a commitment and I've already failed on the commitment <laughs> to record one a show a day, every single day. And I wanted to get to a hundred and then uh, first goal is to get to a hundred shows, do it for a hundred days straight and then do it for, um, you know, and then 365. <laughs> um, I'm actually not going to be, I decided I'm not going to be doing it on Saturdays because Saturday is my, um, Saturday is my day off so um, so i'm g- I'm gonna it's gonna be every other it's gonna be every day except for Saturday um, but um that's gonna be. Uh, I was was, you know I'm being honest I was scared to get into this because it's just it's tests you it challenges you you know what are you going to do how are you going to do it like what are you going to talk about I don't know what I'm going to talk about you know I mean I've been developing the book that I'm currently working on for three years you know so what do you mean what are you going to talk about and you don't know what you're going to talk about but when it comes down to it what are you actually going to talk about what I'm telling you is that I was scared I was nervous to start it um I was hesitant to start it but I uh Really am enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to moving forward um, and continuing this conversation. So get out there, um, keep asking questions, and keep doing the work. Looking forward to talking to you soon. Much love.